0: News Talks B and the New Zealand Herald present Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, demystifying your finances.
1: Welcome to Cooking the Books. I'm Francis Cook. To say that New Zealanders care about ethical investing is a bit of an understatement. Research from Mindful Money shows the vast majority of us want guilt free investing, and it's more of us each year. In 2019, 83% of us said we expected our KiwiSaver to be invested responsibly which is up from 72% of us in 2018. The ultimate test, of course, is whether people will put their money where their mouth is. Again, most of us say that we would. Two thirds of New Zealanders say they would move their KiwiSaver if they disagreed with what it was being invested into. It's not just customers either. The world's biggest money manager, BlackRock, has started pulling out of fossil fuels across the board. And just this year, New Zealand's own Institute of Directors said responding to climate-related issues should be board's top priority for 2020 to make sure their businesses can last long-term. Now, this is very nice, but it's a murky world out there when you're trying to be ethical. There's no set criteria for companies to report on ethical standards. they're all reporting different things in different ways. This can make it a nightmare when you're trying to compare apples with apples for your investing options. Besides, everyone's idea of what is ethical is different. Weapons are produced by many engineering companies that also produce important technology that makes our lives better. Social media companies aren't usually on the ethical blacklist, but I personally think they behave in deeply troubling ways. So, how can you find your way through this to make sure that your money is supporting the things you want to see in the world?
0: News Talk ZB presents Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, boosting your business confidence.
1: I'm joined now by Barry Coates, founder and CEO of Mindful Money. Now, it's not just anecdotal at this point, we're seeing increasing evidence, really, that ethical investing becoming more and more of an issue for people, they're more and more concerned about it. And of course, as part of that, you put out your own research showing increasing numbers of people, but from already quite high level of people who are concerned to even higher. Were you surprised by those numbers?
0: Um not really. Now I've I've been involved in this field for quite a few years, since uh just after the Earth Summit, if anyone remembers that, in nineteen ninety-two, when the whole concept of sustainability came up, and it was applied to, to money through the start of ethical investment, and I was living in the UK in those days. And and since then I've I've been involved off also doing other things in, in my life around sustainability, but but uh um the thing that that really interested me is is that this is this is something that is not only a good thing to do for the environment or for social issues actually it's a good financial decision as well mm-hmm. and so the thing that has surprised me is that it's taken this long mm-hmm. for people to wake up and say gee maybe I should look at what's in my investment portfolio mm-hmm. and maybe I should invest in in the things that i care about or at least take out the things that really offend me from my portfolio because, incidentally, I can also earn good returns that way. And when you you kind of put it like that, um, the survey does say that 83% of New Zealanders want their providers to be ethical with the way they invest their money. Mm. And that 83% is is incidentally up from 72% last year. Mm. So these are annual surveys done by Colmar Brunton mm. for Mindful Money and for Responsible Investment uh, Association of Australasia. So so uh, a big jump over a year, mm. um, but again, it, surp- it doesn't surprise me, it surprises me that it's taken that long.
1: Actually, the, the point that you make there about it being better financially is a really good point because I have, I've had lots of people getting in touch with me saying, should I be concerned about ethical investing? Do I have to choose? And a lot of the times I've spoken to experts and they've said things that are unsustainable are also often sunset industries or, you know, it's it's literally called unsustainable as in you can't continue. If you're making a long-term investing decision, which is what you should be doing, then of course, those yep. companies aren't as good, yep. surely. It,
0: you know, there there is a, num- there are a number of arguments are, mm. around it. You know, wh- one is that, that if you look at the best managed companies in New Zealand, typically mm. they're the ones that take sustainability seriously. Mm. And they do it because it's good for their company reputation. It's good for their brand. Mm. Consumers are going to buy their products. They can attract good employees because employees want to work for the company. They can feel good about the work that they're doing. So there's you know, many reasons as to why good companies go, go sustainable mm-hmm. and so that there is a, uh, uh, an alignment between mm-hmm. well-managed companies and high sustainability standards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the research shows us that actually the research over, over the past 20 years has shown um, that across kind of literally hundreds of studies – that um, ethical investment funds produce returns that are at least as high, if not higher, than conventional funds wow. that 's on average across a lot of uh, a lot of analysis yeah. so you know that that says that there isn 't a penalty mm. for going to an ethical fund. Um, you can feel good about your investment when you invest ethically; it does good in the world. Mm. And it ends good money. So, you know, the question is not so much why would I invest ethically, it's kind of why not. Yes. <laughs> and yes. and it, becomes, it becomes a bit of a no-brainer of the decision. Mm. Um, sometimes there are, there are people who say, well, you know, maybe if you, if you don't invest in a bad company, uh, it doesn't make too much difference to that company. But actually, if you look at what's happening in, for example, the fossil fuel industry, mm-hmm. where there's been already divestment of twelve billion dollars—that's mm-hmm. twelve zeros—it's mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> very, very, a very big number, uh, even for the for the funds management industry, which is huge. Um, that is making an effect on the cost of capital of the fossil fuel companies and hastening the process of conversion to renewable energy. So, mm. so people's actions can make a difference. So it does matter if you uh, invest ethically. It mm-hmm. does matter. Ma- uh, and interesting, there was a, a Nordic study done by the the largest bank in in, Nor- uh, in in the Nordic countries called Nordea Bank. And they said, this is a slightly biased analysis because it was done from their sustainable investment team, but it said that, that um, Making your investments sustainable a 27 times more powerful way of taking action on sustainability than giving up eating meat, uh, oh. uh, driving less and uh, other things like not not having showers for, for so long. So they, so they took a number of wow. sort of personal measures and they compared it to what happens mm-hmm. when you, you you invest in a sustainable portfolio and they said, Actually, your money is important mm. and the way you invest is really important. And that's so for most people listening, mm. they'll, they'll do things like maybe they're interested in e-bikes. Maybe they're, they, you know, of course, they take their bags along to the supermarket and they try and be, be sustainable in other ways. Mm. But most of them wouldn't have looked at their money mm. recently mm. Uh, and put it in the too hard basket for something that they will get around to in their next. New Year's resolution. Yeah. But maybe maybe it should be this year's New Year's resolution.
1: Yeah. and Here's the thing is that there are increasing numbers of people who are wanting to do something. We've yeah. also seen, I mean, BlackRock, a giant in the money management sphere, I mean, the biggest, um, saying that more needs to be done and saying that they're getting out of fossil fuels. And then we've seen New Zealand's Institute of Directors saying, companies need to look at climate change in 2020, two huge moves. And of course, we're starting 2020 with most of Australia on fire. So I think it's top of mind for everyone at the moment. The problem is when it comes down to comparing apples with apples, I think, because there's no set standards. I mean, because, of course, your group tries to help people with this and you're trying to help people look at the different ethical options. How do you do that, sifting through the information to compare one person who's reporting one thing and another person that's reporting yep. another thing? How do you do it?
0: You're, you're exactly right. And this is, this is the reason that I founded Mindful Money, mm. but because people are getting stuck. And, and in, in our annual surveys, we ask people, so what are your barriers to investing ethically? What, what, what prevents you from doing so? And the two key things uh a lack of objective information, mm. and it's difficult to compare across funds mm-hmm. uh there's other things in there but but those are the two main ones and um so that's why we started mindful money and and the the way the way we do this is is we've taken all of the portfolios of all 270 KiwiSaver funds mm-hmm. and we've found out what's in their portfolios not only the things that they directly put their money into but the funds that they put money into that then invest in other companies so we've exploded all of that out and and you know it's kind of a very 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 big database took a lot of research to mm-hmm. to do and now we've compared it against the issues that Kiwis have expressed concern about in the survey. So we ask Kiwis, what are you concerned about? And they're concerned about human rights violations, they're concerned about labor rights violations, environmental damage, they're concerned about uh, gambling, alcohol, tobacco, um, and increasingly fossil fuels. Mm. Uh, so, so basically we map out the portfolios, the investment holdings of every one of those Saver funds against those issues of concern so you can go to the website and you can very easily see by clicking on your you know just typing in your your fund whatever it is whether it's an asb growth fund or a bnz conservative fund you you type it in mm. and up pops a uh, a graph saying you've got this amount of money in fossil fuels and these are the companies you're invested in mm. you've got this amount in, in and that. that Uh, Have serious human rights violations, and these are the companies you're invested in. Mm. So it's transparency Mm. on that information, and then we have a tool. If you want to find a more ethical fund, we've got a tool that helps you do it. Mm -hmm. uh, That says if if these are your values, then and this is your investment approach. You know, are you? um, uh, Do you like avoiding stuff? That is bad, or would you like to hold shares in them and then engage to try and improve their performance? Activist investing. Yeah. 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 So we give, we give those options to people, take into account their risk level, and say, here are a list of funds that most closely match your criteria. Mm-hmm. And for some people, they say they can switch funds. We've had testimonies back of paper, people saying, it took me 10 minutes to do this. Nice. Other people less. So so it's not a long and involved process as it used to be mm. because we've done all the research. We've got all the information there and it's presented graphically and it's really easy to use.
1: But, of course, a long and involved process for you. And I do sometimes <laughs> wonder, you know, we have set reporting standards for most things for companies. It's yeah. tightly regulated. Yeah. We need to know all sorts of things that they're doing, not so much on ethical criteria or environmental criteria, things like that should there be rules around that? do you think?
0: You are so right. The, uh, there are endless rules around um, risks and returns and, and you know who's a director of, of this fund and, and so that you've got pages and pages of financial information virtually nothing on on ethical standards of yeah. these investing and it's, it comes from kind of financial theory. And financial theory says basically um, all you should be concerned about is the risk and the return of your investment and it doesn't really matter what the impact is Mm. because that's not a financial question, Mm -hmm. which I think is so much a yesterday's kind of, uh, you know, it's a a sort of 20th century argument or maybe even a 19th century argument because obviously – the impact of where you're putting your money does matter, yeah. And and so, um, people, uh, if you if you look at the changes that are happening in the financial industry, and you you reference what's happening with BlackRock and other big asset managers, they're thinking now in in a more sophisticated way. Mm. They're thinking about what's the risk of this investment, what's the return on it, and what's the impact mm. on things that people care about? What's the sustainability impact of of this investment? And it's often referred to in the industry as environment, social and governance Mm. impact, ESG. So managing those ESG issues is starting to become more common Mm. uh, in the industry, but still in New Zealand, for example. Although most people say, I'd like my uh, KiwiSaver to be free of fossil fuels, there's only 2% of funds in New Zealand that have a policy to be free from fossil fuels. Mm. So 75% of people saying we want fossil-free funds, only 2% of funds are actually fossil-free. Yeah, And they're listed on our website to give people guidance as to where to go.
1: And this is the thing as well, is that I remember when the um, Kiwi Savers investing in companies that create cluster bombs I remember when that scandal broke. I was working yeah. in Parliament at the time, and it just took over my whole week, um, because people were horrified that their retirement fund was going into something that was maiming people. And yet, it's often as part of a company that does other big important things. Is it difficult getting the information you need to put together for people so that they can make? I mean, what, what is at their end? Uh, quick decision, but is it difficult when you're doing the research getting the information at the level you need it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. but, but, but actually, this kind of painstaking research is really worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So, to update that, that uh, um, a kerfuffle in 2016 with the cluster bombs, uh, we did an analysis of, of what saver funds invest in making nuclear weapons. Ah for example, go on and the answer is a hundred million dollars of Kiwi saver wow. funds are in in invested in companies uh, who have some part of their business above ten percent in making nuclear weapons wow and and that's astounding mm. um, and actually, I would have thought it would have made a little bit more of an impact yeah um So, you know, that's the kind of reason that people need to sit up and take notice to say, if I'm the kind of person who's making an investment, don't I want to know that my money isn't funding companies that manufacture nuclear weapons Mm -hmm. or gambling or prostitution or or, uh, pornography or or other things? It's just, you know, it's around uh, uh, becoming empowered to mm-hmm. take your, your financial decisions. And I, that's why we do this analysis and, the, and all this painstaking work on, on research is actually to give people the information and the tools to be able to say, okay, it's my money. I can control it. I can make these decisions. And I, I know enough to be able to take these decisions that, uh, um, that are good for me and good for, good for the environment and, and society.
1: And the world that we're all part of. yeah. Now, I've seen a bit of chat, um, mostly internationally, about supporting companies that are olive. And so that's companies that aren't (laughs) necessarily green, but they're greener than they were, and they are trying to do better. And an example that I think of here is the work that someone like Z Energy has been doing. You know, obviously, at the moment, they mostly sell petrol a fossil fuel. But they're making huge investments and saying they want to get into different types of energy and that they are freely admitting that oil is a sunset industry and they should be getting into other things. What do you make of this argument around olive companies? Have you heard chat about that in New Zealand? Should we be supporting them?
0: Yeah. So it's important to understand where companies are Mm. at the moment and to not be saying, "Well, actually, you need to be in a, a pure sustainability position where you're a you're a kind of a perfect company." Mm-hmm. You know, you have to give some leeway and support to companies that are um, that that are trying to make progress towards sustainability. Mm-hmm. That being said, there's a lot more talk about doing stuff. Yeah then there is actually results of companies doing things mm-hmm. and um uh, that's in a way why it, why it's important not only to listen to companies say oh we're ethical you know yes. or fund managers to say oh we've got ethical funds actually you have to get hold of some objective information mm-hmm. and to be able to say well is it ethical or isn't it mm-hmm. and and Increasingly, Shell used to talk in in the old days about moving from uh, a kind of trust me environment to show me environment. That actually you you need some verification, you need some facts Mm -hmm. in order for consumers or or members of the public actually to believe you, Mm. because there is so much marketing information out there. Now you know I know Z Energy is doing some good work, and and many other New Zealand companies are, but. We do need to move very quickly. We are in a climate crisis. We are suffering many of the impacts of of kind of a reckless disregard for our environment. We're having biodiversity uh, crises in New Zealand as well as internationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are so many issues that are catching up with us, uh, and and really we need to push our companies to go further, and we need ourselves to do everything that is in our power to to live more lightly on the earth and to take, take care of other people.
1: Mm. Oh, I think that's a really uplifting note to leave it on. So thank you so much. That's Barry Coates from Mindful Money. Now, if you have a question about this, anything else to do with money, property, investing, get in touch with me. I'll see if I can get it answered for you on a future podcast episode. You can find me on Facebook, Francis Cook Journalist, Twitter, Francis Cook, Instagram, Francis Cook NZ, just pick your favorite. You can also subscribe to this podcast so you can listen to old episodes. Make sure you never miss a new one. We are pretty much everywhere, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening somewhere like Apple Podcasts and you enjoyed this episode, go on, chuck us a nice review. It helps other people find us. Until next time, have a great day.
0: And that's Francis, cooking up your business confidence for another week on Newstalk ZB.